0: And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, crops in the southeast are in pretty good shape despite a lack of moisture in many areas. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 6.20 CKRM farm weather forecast for today, partly cloudy, 30% chance of showers late this afternoon and tonight with risk of thunderstorms. Wind west 30 and the high 25 degrees, the low 7. Tomorrow partly cloudy, wind west 30, the high 17, the low 6. Sunday cloudy, 60% chance of showers Sunday, the high 15, the low 4. Monday sunny, the high 21, the low 8. Tuesday, sunny, the high 21, the low 8. Wednesday, sunny, the high 21, the low 10 degrees. Thursday, sunny skies, the high near 24. Normal for this date, the normal high is 22. The normal low is 8. The sun rose at 4.49 this morning. It sets at 9.06 tonight. And around the province, and the hot spot, by the way, is Indian Head, just east of Regina, 25 degrees. The cold spot, Jimmy Lake at 5. Estevan is 24, Saskatoon 18, Swift Current 16, Weyburn is 23, Yorkton 24 degrees. Regina is cloudy and 22, that's 72 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the west-northwest 28, gusting to 40. Humidity is 52 percent, the Bramina rising 100.2. Partly cloudy and Moose Jaw 21 degrees. Winds are from the west at 31, gusting to 41. Once again, Regina, cloudy and 22, that's 72 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougal Auctioneers Ag Division. Forget the rest, sell with the best online at McDougallAuction.com And Sask Municipal Hail Insurance. Storms are unpredictable, we aren't. You're always covered with smhi.ca. New applicants, sign up by June 30th. Seeding is nearing completion in the Weyburn area of southeast Saskatchewan. The regional crop specialist in Weyburn, Sherry Roberts, says some farmers have been forced to reseed because of serious frost damage about a week ago.
1: I see an occasional... Planters still out there. There are some guys, of course, that are reseeding because of that frost that came and, and nailed them up in the yellow grass in the Lang area. So them, some of them gentlemen are back out in the field. And there's an occasional seeding unit, like I said, I'll see, but mostly everyone's done down here.
0: Generally, how do crops look?
1: Besides those that were unfortunate enough to get nailed by that frost because uh, we did get minus eight in, in Lang and, and yellow grass, The majority of them look really good that I'm seeing so far in the areas that, of course, have gotten some of the rain. And that, once again, has been really spotty. And we had some, you know, other additional moistures in the spring, in some of the areas, the, the ones that got that snow, they're, they're sitting on some on nice-looking crops. But, of course, there's some that have had some emergence issues that you see out there. But right now, the vast majority down in the southeast, they're looking pretty good.
0: So is there any specific area that needs moisture, or is it kind of really scattered?
1: It is real scattered. We had that rain on Monday. Fillmore got an inch. You go over to uh, Momart. some say they had a quarter of an inch. Glen Avon, we probably got about a quarter to a half of an inch. You get over by Indian Head in some of those spots, they didn't get anything. And in, in, in Weyburn, north of Weyburn, driving home, had a really nice downpour. But Weyburn itself and south, they didn't get anything. So once again, it's that whole spotty, sporadic rain pattern like we had last year. Any uh, patchy crop emergence? I'm seeing some. Northeast of Weyburn, there's some fields all by Griffin that I'm noticing. There's some emergence issues and irregularities and I'm assuming that was probably a moisture issue. But right now, all in all, what I am seeing as I'm driving around still does look pretty good. There was a touch of frost south of Weyburn that nailed some canola, but it hadn't come up far enough that it was too big of an issue, And, and some of the cereals got nailed. But I am seeing an awful lot of cereals just period driving around down here in the southeast this year.
0: How's pastures?
1: Oh, you know, well, they're so variable because of, once again, the moisture. The ones that have gotten the moisture, like over in Glen Glenavon, and now they've gotten the heat. I mean, there's some beautiful alfalfa fields coming over there along with some really nice pastures. But you get over here about Kendall, some of the Momart areas, they're just slow taking off because, of course, they haven't had that, that moisture that they need. Now we've gotten the heat so far this week, but we really need that rain to come.
0: Is crop development then behind normal or ahead of normal development?
1: Well, that's variable, once again, depending on uh, where where you're looking. There's some pea fields that are out there that are already at, I was around Mydale about a week and a half ago, they were already at the four or five leaf stage. So it all depends how soon some of them got planted and the way their moisture conditions are. I would say probably average to a little bit ahead in, in some of the areas just because the southeast here has had some decent moisture compared to some of the other areas in the province.
0: Sherry Roberts is the Regional Crop Specialist in Weyburn. Radical Growth, a US-based technology acceleration fund, has teamed up with Nutrien on a program to support agricultural innovation. The Nutrien Radical Challenge is offering a total of $1.25 million to entrepreneurs with novel technologies that require additional investment. Mark Thompson is Nutrient's Executive Vice President, Chief Corporate Development and Strategy Officer.
2: The competition is open for technologies that cover ground to grower and farm to fork. So it really is the entire agri-food sector that's in scope. In the past, we've seen technologies uh, win the challenges that Radical has run around the globe in automation, GPS, data science, new product technologies. So this is a really broad and diverse category for agricultural and food startup companies that are eligible to participate in this type of competition.
0: There will be two investments, $250,000 U.S. for a seed stage company, which has already raised at least $100,000 in investment capital or have gone through an ag tech incubator or accelerator program. The $1 million U.S. investment is aimed at growth stage companies that have already raised $3 million in investment capital.
2: Uh, A million dollars at a critical stage for funding and growth of a company can really mean the difference between a, a technology or a business platform stalling out or thriving And I'd say on the commercial and strategic side, by connecting with both radical and nutrient, we're creating a lot of of benefits. We think this partnership will result in financial support for startups and help accelerate the delivery of these new solutions to farmers here in Canada, but also around the world.
0: Applications close at the end of June. During the summer, four to six finalists will be selected in each category for a final pitch day competition to be held in Saskatoon in early October
2: will be a, an invite-only forum, but we plan to have a really good representation uh, at that event. Ultimately, we think this is a great opportunity to showcase what Saskatchewan has to offer by having companies and technologies from all across Canada come to Saskatoon for the pitch day.
0: In addition to the investments, the winners will also have access to the radical and nutrient platforms to accelerate the development of their ag and food technologies. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture today is brought to you by Diggleman Industries. Look to Diggleman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market and the Remax Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel de Corby and Graham Toth, online at landforsalesask.ca. Next Friday is Plaid for Dad Day. It's an effort by Prostate Cancer Canada to raise funds for research and emphasize the importance of early detection of prostate cancer. Robin Spear is the provincial chair of the Wear Plaid for Dad
3: campaign next Friday. Well, Plaid for Dad is a campaign run by Prostate Cancer Canada. It's now in its fifth year, uh, started in 2015. And it's uh, about raising awareness for the one in seven Canadian men who will be diagnosed with prostate cancer in their lifetimes. And uh, Plaid for Dad is uh, Friday before Father's Day on June 14th. Where we're encouraging everybody in their workplaces, uh, whether, you know, an office environment or individual farm or or what have you, uh, to wear plaid and and show your support uh, for those men and their families uh, who will be diagnosed with prostate cancer.
0: And you want farmers and agriculture-related businesses to get involved too.
3: Absolutely, yeah. Farmers and uh, ag businesses, uh, some of those folks, and just generally in Saskatchewan, have been uh, known to wear some plaid from uh, time to time. So it's already in the wardrobe. You know, it's a fun campaign. It's easy. It's accessible. Uh, you know, it's not about running a marathon or something. It's, uh, it's wearing plaid and having those conversations. Um, you know, men and a lot of folks in the ag sector, you know, uh, don't, don't like to talk about their health, don't like to go to the doctor. Uh, but early diagnosis uh, and early detection of prostate cancer is really key because the outcomes are really positive. It's a 99% treatable cancer when detected early, and that's what this awareness campaign is is about. Unfortunately, uh, detected late, uh, you know, the fatality rate is still quite high. Uh, treatment outcomes are improving. Uh, it's, it's getting better and better. But uh, this is all about raising awareness, talking about it, and, and raising money for uh, research to continue improving those outcomes.
0: So is there a fundraising part of this?
3: There is, absolutely. We're encouraging businesses and individuals to go to plaidfordad.ca. You can register your, yourself, your workplace quickly in about one minute, uh, and you can fundraise there as well. You know, We're raising dollars. We've raised about $1.6 million in Plaid for Dad the last four years. Uh, so this is its fifth year. You know, We're hoping uh, there'll be thousands of workplaces and hundreds of thousands of Canadians wearing uh, plaid this Friday, June 14th. So go to uh, plaidfordad.ca. register, you can donate there, and then on the day, have some fun. Uh, You know, I know there's uh, a lot of Saskatchewan businesses are having a barbecue that Friday, or a fashion show, or what have you. Uh, And then take pictures at your workplace wearing plaid, and post them uh, at the hashtag #Plaidfordad. That'll continue, uh, you know, telling that story, having that conversation, and, and raising awareness.
0: And the key, though, for dealing with prostate cancer is early detection.
3: Early detection is is key. You know, there's simple blood tests now, a PSA test. Uh, you know, we recommend... Uh Folks talk to their doctor about that. Everybody's different, but talk to your doctor, uh, you know, in your mid to late 40s is sort of when you want to look at that. You know, these are simple, easy, routine things you can do with your doctor. And again, 99% treatable when when detected early. Unfortunately, there's still about uh, 4,000 men uh, dying in Canada. That's about, you know, 11 a day, 4,000 a year uh, because they were detected late. So this is just about, you know, talking about our health, getting checked up and raising awareness to continue uh, improving all those outcomes.
0: And you've got a lot of farm-related businesses involved we, this year?
3: We do. It's, it's exciting. A lot of the grower groups are involved. I know the Western Canadian wheat growers are involved and Sask Pulse, And uh, I know Viterra has been involved for a few years. Viterra has an exciting thing. They're going to have all their elevators, uh, their employees at elevators and Port and HQ here in Regina, uh, wearing plaid and, and having a little competition on that. I know uh, Chris Lane and the, the agribition folks are involved. And, uh, you know, a really big presence in, in the ag sector in Saskatchewan, which is, you know, very, very exciting.
0: Every year, 20,000 Canadians are diagnosed with prostate cancer and Plaid for Dad Day, Friday, June 14th, is designed to promote the message that early detection makes a difference. Robin Speer is the provincial chair of the Wear Plaid for Dad campaign. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall is Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999. Grain prices were mixed in early trading today. The latest Viterra prices for canola fell ten cents at four hundred sixteen ninety two. Oats dropped four hundred fifty nine at $1.9112. Number one Red Spring wheat went up eighty-five cents at two hundred forty four ninety one. The rest were unchanged. Durham two hundred thirty nine fifty one. Feed barley two hundred twelve dollars sixty three cents. Flax four hundred seventy two forty two. Yellow peas two hundred thirty nine fifty four feed wheat 19698 on the Minneapolis grain exchange july wheat is up 2 and 3/4 cents at 567 and 3 quarter cents a bushel the livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Wayburn livestock auctions call Assiniboia 6424180 or Wayburn 8424574 this is Grant Barnett with the market report. Heartline livestock here in Moosha, eight hundred and twelve on off here at our Tuesday regular sale. This cow market looked anywhere from six to eight bucks lower. With a huge volume starting to show across western Canada. We're having an off truck year sale here Tuesday in qu- conjunction with our regular sale of cows and bulls. If you're looking for some of these replacement heifers, they'll be in town on Tuesday. These good cows, they're going to bring 89 to 96 here this week. Medium 78 to 88. The good bulls are bringing $1. two to 16. Sales right up to a dollar twenty three fifty. We did sell a trial load of black cows from Rodney Williams at a Crane Valley 1410 at 92.5 on 43 head. That's off-truck yearling and cow and bull sale here Tuesday, June 11th at 8.30. Good run expected for that one. This is Grant Barnett reporting. Let's have one great afternoon.
4: Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 6,800 hogs Thursday, selling in a range of 189 to 191 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 4,600 head, selling in a range of 186 to 191 per CKG. 100 index hog prices for the week ending Friday, June 7th are... Maple Sig 5 190.59, Ham's Cash 190.16, Thunder Creek Brickhole 196.88, and High Lake 189.85 dollars per CKG. Ham's Cash Hog price today is down and four contract prices are trading lower this morning. On Thursday, the Canadian dollar is up 13 basis points with the daily exchange rate at 1.3378. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 75.28 cents U.S. U.S. cash markets are closing the week off on a weaker note, with Iowa, Southern Minnesota, Western Corn Belt, and the national regions all coming in lower. The lower U.S. base prices over the course of the week effectively influences the weekly Canadian cash prices lower, which resulted in a drop of approximately $3 to $5 Canadian per CKG, depending on the program compared to last week. Unusually high live weights, high slaughter levels, a struggling cutout, and ideas that domestic demand is less than stellar are all factors weighing on the cash market.
0: And the outlook today, partly cloudy, 30% chance of showers late this afternoon and tonight with risk of thunderstorms, wind west 30, the high 25, the low 7. Tomorrow, partly cloudy, wind west 30, the high 17, the low 6. In Regina, cloudy and 22, that's 72 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.